0: You're back on the Mojo Five O Radio Network on Right Now with Jim Dawes, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Streaming live on iHeartRadio and available on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Right Now Jim Dawes. And you can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdolls at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail with your questions or comments, and we might use them on the broadcast. That's 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Well, get ready. If you thought that the Mueller report, after they drug us through two and a half years of uh, the special counsel and these frenzied investigations on behalf of the House and the Senate, if you thought that that was going to be the end of it, and that maybe we might squeeze in just a little bit of actual legislating to solve some of the problems, the pressing, crippling problems that face this country, well, you are mistaken. Because the Democrats have found a new rationale for uh, dragging the country through impeachment. And it really belays uh, the weakness of this party. Totally unf- uh, totally unwilling to take their case to the American people in just 18 months. Because I think they're, they know in their heart that their party has lost its mind. It's out of step with the American people. They offer nothing that this... This uh, electorate is buying, and so they're determined to destroy this president and drag their old, addled establishment Democrat candidate Joe Biden across the line. So everything they told you yesterday about this call between the president and the uh, the newly elected president of the Ukraine turned out to be a lie. There was no promise made during this call. There was no a threat to withhold any funds if the Ukrainian president didn't comply. Joe Biden's name wasn't mentioned repeatedly. And there was, as I said, no promise made. And it turns out that this whistleblower that they told us initially uh, knew what was on this call, turned out that that whistleblower was wrong about almost everything that he said. And oh, by the way, it is now coming out that the intelligence community, when they were investigating his complaint, learned that he had a political bias in favor of one of the rival candidates of Donald Trump. He is, in short, another deep state political actor that's pursuing a a a, a vendetta against this president, and I have little doubt that if and when his identity comes to the fore, you'll find out that he is a close friend of some of these deep state liars and leakers that are being held to account by the new attorney general, William Barr. But you knew yesterday when Nancy Pelosi announced that she was moving forward with this impeachment kabuki, and I must admit, She kind of fooled me yesterday. Actually, I need to apologize to this audience before yesterday's show and telling them that they were starting through the impeachment process because they're actually not engaged in an impeachment process in any way that has ever been pursued in the past. But you knew that when she was unwilling to wait just one day before launching her impeachment theater, to see what was actually contained in this transcript, you knew that they were just looking for an excuse and were willing to uh, mischaracterize the transcript when it was released. And that's exactly what they're going about doing. They're claiming that the the transcript's even worse than they had feared. When, in fact, it doesn't contain anything that... They, even comes close to rising to the level of wrongdoing, much less impeachment. But Nancy announced yesterday that uh, she was going to uh, order the relevant committees, six of them, no fewer than six committees, to move forward with these uh, impeachment proceedings. Actually, presidential harassment disguises impeachment proceedings. But she is not going to take a vote on the floor of the House that will require her members to to actually stand behind that decision. The way impeachment works is you take a vote of the full House, and if they determine they're going to start an impeachment inquiry by a vote, then they refer it to the relevant committee, which has always in the past been the Judiciary Committee currently held are headed by the revolting and ludicrous Jerry Nadler. Here was Nancy yesterday announcing this this new impeachment kabuki and uh, and listen to uh, her, her carefully worded mischaracterization of what's actually going on.
1: Before today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed with their.
0: Nancy Pelosi does not get to, to decide unilaterally from her perch atop the House of Representatives, having been sent there by the most far left wing congressional district in the country, San Francisco, that she is going to start an impeachment inquiry. She's the leader of the House. She is not the monarch of the House. She's got to have a vote. She doesn't have a vote. They had a vote uh, fairly recently led by Al Green, who wanted to impeach the president for racism, and it lost badly. So the House has already reflected its will that they don't support this impeachment. They don't support it because these Democrats know that uh, if they go down that road, that it is political suicide. And yet Queen Nancy has decided that she's not going to just refer it to one relevant committee. She's going to refer it to six to harass and harangue this president and make damn sure he doesn't get anything done. And hopefully, I think in their view, throw this nation into a recession to undo the good work that uh, the, the president and the Republicans have been able to do in the first two years of his, his term. Here's this clip again.
1: For today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed with their investigations under that umbrella. I thank our chairman, Chairman chairman Nadler, Chairman Schiff, Chairman Cummings, Congresswoman Maxine Waters.
0: Lunatic. Really? They're going to put it in front of Nadler. Nadler. There's a a motion uh, being brought forward by one of the GOP representatives to have him disqualify himself and step down from the chairmanship because his... Uh, moving forward with an impeachment inquiry, despite the fact that the house as a whole had voted it down as a violation of house rules and just basic uh, governance. If a full body votes something down, you're not allowed to just move forward with it regardless. But now Nancy Pelosi has decided she's going to jump on the Nadler uh, bandwagon and do this regardless. And, Here's old Nadler. Back when he was even more round than he is now, if 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 you think that's possible, back in the '90s, discussing the the Bill Clinton impeachment.
1: Before today, I'm-
0: that is not the clip. Here we go. Because
2: he knew quite properly that an impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. And one of the reasons we all feel so angry about what they are doing is that they are ripping from us, they are ripping asunder our votes. They are telling us that our votes don't count. And that the election must be set aside.
0: Well, that is exactly what Jerry Nadler is doing now. But at the time when that impeachment motion was moving forward bill clinton had already been found uh guilty of obstructing justice of lying to a court and to carrying on a illicit affair with an underage intern well i say underage a very young intern in the oval office trump is is being accused of having the audacity to looking into the obvious and blatant wrongdoing of the Democrats leading candidate for president of the United States, which absolutely is is his job as the chief law enforcement officer in this country he didn't He didn't threaten anybody he didn't try to use this as a political tool. What he did was support the efforts of Bill Barr to get to the bottom of the whole Russiagate origins. Here's Nadler now, basically saying that what we're doing here is we're going through these impeachment uh, charade in order to harass this president.
2: You don't necessarily launch an impeachment against the president because he committed an impeachable offense. I don't want to make it sound as if we're heading for impeachment. Yeah. Probably we're not.
3: I mean, if you, if you said that an impeachment inquiry is when you're considering only impeachment, that's not what we're doing.
0: No, that's not what you're doing. What you're doing is using the uh, congressional committees that they're in charge of in order to uh, pursue a political vendetta against this president. They're making us as taxpayers act as their opposition research and public relations arm. And it's really disgusting. We're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what really was in this transcript and how it's perfectly appropriate for the president to have uh, asked for the new Ukrainian president to get to the bottom of Joe Biden's firing or his blackmail of the previous Ukrainian government to fire their state prosecutor. Stick with me. (laughs) Mojo.
4: Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now. Start saving immediately. Mention promo code radio to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800 296 1247. That's 800 296 1247. Fees billed annually plus a $20 processing fee. savings plans, are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Assault with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets.
0: So just yesterday, Nancy Pelosi announced that they were moving forward with an impeachment proceedings, despite the fact that the House of Representatives, actually, I think they have voted down impeachment of this president twice. They've expressed their will as a body not to move forward with it. Yet uh, Queen Nancy has decided to take it upon herself to uh, adopt the Nadler technique, which is to just uh, ignore the will of the majority and move forward with impeachment anyway. And she did this based on a so called phone call between the President of the United States and the President of the Ukraine, where the president is accused of having uh strong armed the new Ukrainian president to provide dirt for the political campaign. Well, she didn't even she wasn't even willing to wait one day to see the actual transcript of this call, which shows none of what she said it would. And now the Democrats have climbed so far out on this limb of claiming that this was what the phone call would reveal, that they are locked into their position. And once again, they're denying reality and saying that up is down, down is up, and uh, and and turning the world on its head. And here is uh, the Texas Representative Radcliffe. I think he was appearing on one of the Fox News shows. Talking about what the uh, what the transcript actually said.
3: The president knew what was on that transcript. The rest of us didn't. We were told by the Democrats what it was going to be. Yesterday, Nancy Pelosi stood in front of the American people and said, I know I talked about impeachment by collusion, impeachment by conspiracy, impeachment uh, by the president using a Sharpie on a hurricane weather map. We had evidence of all of these crimes. But this time, I really, really mean it. We've got a transcript and we've got a whistleblower where the president had corrupt intent to influence the head of the Ukrainian government to do something he didn't want to do. Just wait. Well, today we waited, we got the transcript, and the President was telling the truth and Nancy Pelosi wasn't. There's no quid pro quo. The President never even mentioned military aid. Uh, There wasn't anything but admiration from uh, President Zelensky for President Trump. Um, It wasn't what the Democrats promised. And once again, um, I say read the transcript, I mean, you know, what they told us was that There was a whistleblower that was going to provide all of the details. I think Brett just uh, made a good point there. The best evidence of what happened is this transcript. And look for the things that the Democrats promised. I didn't see Joe Biden's name mentioned in there eight times. I didn't see a, we'll withhold military aid unless you do this. Um, What I heard was a conversation that should take place outside of public view um, between two heads of state that is in the public view because the Democrats were demanding the president conclude. Prove his innocence. I think he's done that today, but he's done it. So uh, by harming national security through what the Democrats were demanding, these are conversations that shouldn't be made public. But the president had to do that to conclusively determine his innocence, prove his innocence and prevent this impeachment search party from going any further. So there's a lot.
0: And it has hurt our national security as a result, because anytime a foreign leader is now talking to this president. They've got to keep into the back of their mind that these lunatic Democrats may demand that the call be made public with these specious and over-the-top accusations. And you know what this is about. We all know what this is about. This is not about holding the president to account that nobody is above the law. That is their their talking point that they, they clear their throat with whenever they're about to tell a lie. Nobody is above the law including the president, and he must be held to account. But the bottom line about all this, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi actually tipped her hand when she was speaking after she announced these so-called impeachment proceedings. She was addressing a, a, a conference with The Atlantic magazine, and she said this.
1: What's more serious is that he can't win. That is very serious to our country to us as America, what is America? America is our constitution with our system of checks and balances, a republic, freedom of expression, freedom of the press, the guardian of our democracy, the press. That's one. That, that's America. What's more?
0: You know, what she's done is she started uh, mouthing these high minded sentiments and it's been taken up by old uh, Chuck Schumer over in the Senate as well. To try to justify this obvious and naked political uh, vendetta that they're uh, uh, pursuing against this president, she talks about constitutional uh, norms and and uh, uh, you know protecting the republic, accuses the president of violating the Constitution. You notice that they never get to the bottom of what exactly he's supposed to have done that has violated his oath or or, uh, violated the Constitution. And what it really comes down to is Nancy Pelosi has been hijacked by the lunatics in her party. She is now dancing to the tune of AOC and Al Green and Maxine Waters and Jerry Nadler and, and pencil neck bobblehead Adam Schiff. And Al Green, uh, you know, basically said it uh, right out loud on MSNBC, and now his, um, his direction, his leadership on this issue has overtaken old Nancy Pelosi.
3: You've been calling for uh, starting articles of impeachment since 2017, but a new Quinnipiac poll taken after the release of the redacted Mueller report found that 66% say Congress should not start impeachment proceedings. And there's a sharp partisan divide, as we all know, with only 4% of Republicans favoring impeachment. Congressman, are you concerned that impeachment talk may actually help the president's reelection?
0: I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. If we don't impeach him, he will say he has been vindicated. He will say the Democrats had an overwhelming majority in the House and they didn't take up impeachment. He will say that we had a constitutional duty to do it if it was there and we didn't. He will say that he has been vindicated. But here's what I say. We're confronting a constitutional crisis. And the constitutional crisis that we're confronting is the uh, that an outsider who had never held political office before in his life, that was a businessman, billionaire, came into this town and defeated all of the establishment politicians and is now turning back the clock on our globalist designs and our gravy train built on selling out the interests of the American people. And we cannot have it. We've got to get a... Uh, 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 an establishment candidate back in there. We got to get old Joe Biden. Oh no, Donald Trump is looking into Joe Biden's obvious and blatant corruption that he engaged in to enrich his family during his eight years as vice president. What was going on? Is old Joe Biden saw the the grift that Hillary Clinton was carrying on over at the State Department, and he decided that maybe this was the the last chance he had at the end of a long political career to get in on the gravy train. And so he loaded old Hunter Biden, his ne'er-do-well son who had been dishonorably discharged from the Navy onto a plane and took him over to China where old Joe was supposed to be negotiating on behalf of the American people. And he sent his son over to collect a billion and a half dollars from the bank of China For his upstart venture capital firm. Now a billion and a half dollars. Is a lot of money. Joe Biden's son had no qualifications whatsoever. To uh, um, get that investment. On behalf of the Mm -hmm. Bank of China. Except of course. That his, his, uh, his father was vice president of the United States and they thought that they could get some influence because that's the way it's done in communist China. And we're looking at the Ukraine now, but old Joe Biden has made a, a career of this, enriching his family based on his, his political power. He did it with his brother, who uh, ran around selling uh, old Joe's influence in the Senate there in Delaware, where the uh, credit card companies are all based. And he turned back to it toward the twilight of his career for his, his um, drug-addled son, who left his wife for his dead brother's wife. And instead of putting the money with Merrill Lynch or or the Bank of America, or any of these other uh, venture capital firms. They put it with old Joe Biden and John Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines. And now they're going to impeach Donald Trump for having the nerve, the audacity, to want to look into Joe Biden's corruption. Really, what they're doing is they're finishing this uh, this Russiagate investigation It's now been determined by Robert Mueller there was no collusion on behalf of Trump or the campaign or anybody else in the 2016 presidential election. And now they want to get down to the actual wrongdoing that took place with Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. And the way the Democrats are reacting so over the top shows you exactly how much they have to hide. He didn't stick the CIA on Joe Biden. He didn't tap his phones. He didn't send undercover operatives into his campaign. He didn't put out a phony dossier designed to undermine him. He just simply asked what went on with Joe Biden demanding this prosecutor be fired. We're going to run out to a break. And when we come back, we're going to catch up on the other news of the day. Hope you'll stick with us. After two messages right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O radio network.
4: Check out Schwans.com backslash yum for details.
0: And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. On the Mojo 50 Radio Network, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture. American nationalist perspective. So the one of the big shames of this whole impeachment fever that's overtaken the Democrats on Washington is that we're going to be drugged through, uh, you know, this this leftist lunacy, probably for the remainder of Trump's first term in office. I have no doubt at this point that he will get a second term in office. But the remainder of his first term is going to be consumed by these Democrats uh, flailing around, desperately trying to find something to catch the roadrunner on. And uh, while all this goes on, our national problems will continue to get ignored. But I just got to say, uh, we we've just going to have to settle down for the long haul and resign ourselves to the fact that this is going to be a war of attrition, that if we want to. Uh, prevail in this that we're going to have to just outlast these Democrats at least until the next round of elections and then I'm pretty sure by then the American people will be so exhausted and sick of these people that they will turn them out and the Republicans will retake both houses of Congress and the White House so I say that to just advise uh, my listeners don't get too caught up in this too soon because it is uh it's going to be a long haul and there are a lot of other things and uh, we should not allow these uh, lunatic democrats to steal our joy from day to day i will uh, i'll keep you informed on the uh important things that go on and uh, we'll turn a blind eye to a lot of the noise and the craziness although You know, it's uh, a lot of times taking a look at the Democrats craziness can be quite entertaining. But uh, we devoted the first half hour of the show uh, uh, of this show to this issue. And now we're going to we're going to cover some of the other pressing issues. There is no shortage of coverage that you can uh, tune into on this uh, this impeachment fever that's overtaken the Democrats. And the timing is uh especially bad, as Trump pointed out in his uh press conference this afternoon, because there were a, a lot of momentous things going on at the United Nations. Uh the the Trump um nationalist um ideology is really starting to take hold worldwide, and the president uh gave a, a speech where he was touting nationalism again. What he had to say was uh was really earth-shaking. Now, the way he said it was uh, was not so much. It was kind of sleepy in its delivery, and I wonder if the president uh, hasn't been worn down by some of this because uh, he was unusually lacking in energy in his delivery of his uh, speech at the United Nations, although, as I say, the content of it uh, truly was – um things that needed to be heard. So this first clip I'm going to play for you is uh, Trump at the UN talking about the rise of nationalism and uh, and his the overarching theme of this part of the speech was that uh, the future does not belong to globalists.
2: Every world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them looking around and all over this large, magnificent planet. The truth is plain to see. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. It is why we in the United States have embarked on an exciting program of national renewal. In everything we do, we are focused on empowering the dreams and aspirations of our citizens.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the globalists are always touting diversity in their attempts to try to uh, break down national cultures. But the truth of the matter is uh, their whole scheme is trying to destroy the beautiful and uh, and unique um, nationalism and beauty of all of these independent nations. And there has never been a more effective or um, well-designed tool than the nation-state for protecting a people's interests, their culture, their, um, their desires, their religious beliefs, all of these things. There are different nations because different peoples have evolved with different beliefs and values, and, and that should be preserved, not destroyed. These, uh, these globalists that constantly want to tear down national borders and national identities, they're doing great damage to, uh, to something that cannot be replaced, or at least not easily replaced. And it's uh, very heartening to see in Eastern Europe and uh, to a lesser degree in Western Europe uh, the, the reawakening of these national identities and this realization that the globalists want to destroy it. Trump went on in this speech to take China head on and uh, call out the disaster that uh, allowing China into the World Trade Organization and continuing to allow its trade abuses is doing to the world's economy.
2: In 2001, China was admitted to the World Trade Organization. Our leaders then argued that this decision would compel China to liberalize its economy and strengthen protections to provide things that were unacceptable to us and for private property, and for the rule of law. Two decades later, this theory has been tested and proven completely wrong. Not only has China declined to adopt promised reforms, it has embraced an economic model dependent on massive market barriers, heavy state subsidies, currency manipulation, product dumping, forced technology transfers, and the theft of intellectual property, and also trade secrets on a grand scale. The World Trade Organization needs drastic change. The second largest economy in the world should not be permitted to declare itself a developing country in order to game the system at others' expense. For years, these abuses were tolerated ignored, or even encouraged. Globalism exerted a religious pull over past leaders, causing them to ignore their own national interests. But as far as America is concerned, those days are over.
0: Those days are over as far as America is concerned. It's an absolute joke that we continue to allow the second largest economy on the planet to classify itself as a developing economy for the purposes of the World Trade Organization. I I don't think the World Trade Organization has been useful to the United States. Once again, I think um, the national interests should take priority over ceding our sovereignty to a uh, an international bureaucracy to determine our economic future. And that belief is certainly buttressed by the the disaster that the World Trade Organization has visited upon the American economy and uh, and businesses and jobs all across this country. There was so much to cover. I, it it did worry me some that the president was so low energy in delivering these remarks because they were such important things uh, being said at the United Nations. I don't hold out any. Illusions that it was going to uh, penetrate the thick skulls of a lot of these uh, these third world potentates and dictators. But it was good to hear them said nonetheless. Well, the Senate Democrats aided by a few turncoat rhino Republicans passed a motion today to end President Trump's national emergency declaration Uh, that he is using to build his wall on the southern border now this this motion did not pass by a large enough margin to override the president's veto and will probably prompt the president's first veto of his term and it's about damn time as far as i'm concerned it passed by 54 to 41 percent it was sponsored by tom udall democrat of maine and uh and Susan Collins joined in on the the act republican or a Democrat, yeah Democrat of New Mexico is uh Udall, and Senator Collins is a Republican of maine, obviously but uh eleven turncoat Republicans got browbeaten by Chuck Schumer and convinced to vote for this disastrous disastrous uh, bill.
2: ...in the House, while significant, is not the only significant action Congress will take today, nor is it the only action dealing with the president's overreach. Today, the Senate will vote on President Trump's national emergency declaration, which he is using to steal money from our military in order to fund a border wall. Rather than accept the reality that a bipartisan majority has repeatedly rejected this idea...
0: And after drag, actually, a bipartisan majority passed a resolution authorizing a border wall before Trump was ever into office. The only deal was they played a little shell game where they authorized its construction and never funded its construction, so they could go home and lie to their constituents. And the president is just delivering on that resolution that the uh, Senate dishon- dishonestly passed. It's not stealing from the military to build a border wall. If the military funds are not there to protect the nation, what the hell good are they? And this border wall has overwhelming support from Republicans and Democrats, by the way, from whites, blacks, Hispanics, and Asians. It's the Democrats that are undermining this, along with these rhino Republicans that are trying to deliver on cheap labor for their their um, corporate interests that are undermining the will of the American people. It was only fitting that the results of this vote be announced by uh, that most traitorous of Republican rhinos, Mitt Romney himself. The yeas are 54. The nays are 41. The joint resolution is passed. That is so sickening. I can't wait till the president vetoes this. You know, this has already been upheld at the Supreme Court, they challenged it in court, said it was unlawful. The Supreme Court upheld it, and yet these Republicans joined in with the, every Democrat in the chamber to pass this, uh, this disgusting uh, bill. In addition to Susan Collins' it she was also joined by Lamar Alexander of Texas, Pat Toomey, Of Arizona, of course, Mitt Romney of Utah, who will always vote against America's interest, as well as Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Mike Lee, who is also sponsoring a bill to increase green cards for technology companies to further uh, displace American workers, and the, uh, the Rob Portman, who will always be Counted on to deliver for the globalist agenda. So if you're in any one of those states, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Utah, Alaska, U- uh, both the Utah senators voted to o- override the emergency declaration. Good job, Utah and Ohio. You ought to be looking for your opportunity to take revenge on these, these senators when they come up for re-election. We're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to get to the rest of the news right after this this message. Mojo.
4: Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist you can save on cleanings dentures braces x-rays fillings crowns root canals and even teeth whitening call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately mention promo code radio to receive 15 percent off any plan and for a limited time one month free call 800-296-1247 that's 800-296-1247 Fees billed annually, plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider. Plan and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets.
0: Well, last week, the actress Felicity Huffman got sentenced to a whole two weeks in jail for bribing a a, a proctor to change her SAT test that allowed her to get into... I think it was uh, the University of Southern California. Well, this week, uh, another one of these uh, cheaters, these parents who cheated on the uh, college admissions process, got a, a total of four months. This guy's name is Dave, Devin Sloan. He's accused of paying $250,000 to get his son um into college, let's see if we can find out what college. So, yeah, uh, once again, University of Southern California—they had a a big pay-for-play scheme going on there. So everyone's saying, "Well, you know, this was a victimless crime." Bull crap. There was whichever child was displaced from uh, admission to those colleges by this whole scheme, are all victims, and they paid a very steep price indeed. Many of these kids uh, worked their butts off in taking AP classes, making good grades, doing extracurriculars, studying for uh, AP or um, uh, the, um, the admissions exam, going to extra classes, taking tutors. These are very competitive schools to get into, and if you're going to get in, you have to really uh, go the extra mile. And every one of these cheating, cheating parents that got their kids into these students stole somebody's dreams. And the very idea that they're going to jail for two weeks, in the case of Felicity Huffman, and four months, in the case of this Devin Sloan is sickening. You get much steeper sentences for doing far less. Uh, a an, an ordinary person that can't afford these expensive lawyers and um, dazzle these judges with having a celebrity in their courtroom. Fifteen parents have pled guilty in this uh, this issue. Nineteen, including Lori Laughlin have pled not guilty and are going to go to trial. And I think, I hope at least, that they will uh, get much stiffer sentences for not having taken the opportunity to, uh, to cop a plea. Well, Bernie Sanders is once again trying to outdo Elizabeth Warren. Warren had called for a 2% wealth tax for millionaires, and now Bernie has upped it. He says he's going to put an 8% wealth tax. An 8% wealth tax will, at some point, turn uh, a wealthy person into a poor person. Well, a middle-class person anyway. It'll only take a few years uh, taxing the wealth. And this is not an income tax. This is not a tax on money earned. This is just where they go in at the end of the year, calculate up your net worth, and they take that much from you. And that includes unrealized gains for equities that you may own. Now, I know there's a lot of abuses in this country for um, wealthy people, you know, taking advantage of loopholes. But the truth of the matter is, since the president's uh, tax reforms, revenues to the IRS have not gone down. They've gone up, and they've gone up dramatically, proving uh, Ronald Reagan's theory that, uh, and uh, Jack Kennedy's theory that lower taxes increases economic activity, which increases net tax revenues. But, see, that's not important. To the socialists, what's important to the socialists is they create as much class envy and class conflict as possible. And now old Bernie's trying to outdo Elizabeth Warren in in the uh, envy game. You might recall when Bernie Sanders was stupidly allowed on Fox News to, uh, to have a town hall, he was questioned by Martha McCallum. About why don't you go ahead and pay more um, on your uh, on your taxes? Why do you have to wait? You're now you're a billionaire now. Why do you have to wait until you pass your your uh, your tax reform?
3: You about the wealthy and how much higher you would make it? You said yeah, you, I, you I don't the, agree okay. with seventy percent. What would your number be? In the campaign in two thousand and sixteen, we talked about fifty-two percent. All right, so fifty-two percent. So
0: I don't care how damn wealthy you are. You should not be paying more. And half of your income in taxes that makes you a slave that means you're working for the federal government that's even before the state local and property taxes kick in if you're paying 52 percent you're no longer working for yourself you're working for the government and that's obscene as far as i'm concerned
3: would you be willing to pay 52% on the money that you made? Awesome. You can volunteer. You can send a check. Well, you can
0: volunteer, too. We have a...
3: But you, suggested, you suggested that uh, hey, that's what
0: everybody
3: in your bracket should do.
0: And Martha, why don't you give? You make more money than well, I do. Why I, didn't,
3: don't you I give? didn't suggest a wealth tax. You, she's
0: not running for president. You see how the resentment game and the class envy go? Well, you've got more money than me. Why don't you do it? I don't want to do it. I've, just, I've only got four homes. I'm only a multi-millionaire communist and that's exactly the type of attitude that these people take into government. The taxes are for us little people, not for Bernie who is just there to pass the taxes and spend the taxes. So out in San Francisco, they've got this huge homeless problem where um trash and and human waste and drug needles are piling up in the streets and people are moving out and businesses are closing and neighborhoods are starting to try to protect themselves from people just setting up these encampments on their sidewalks in front of their houses and they've started placing large boulders on the sidewalks well, they were being cited and actually um, uh, charged with crimes for doing that. Well, the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, in their eminent wisdom, have now passed a, an ordinance that says it's okay for them to place boulders on the sidewalks. So instead of enforcing the ordinances against loitering or outdoor camping, they're they're having... People place boulders on the sidewalks, so you can't walk around now, but I guess at least you don't have drug addicts and mentally ill people camping in front of your business, uh, assaulting your customers when they come in. This is the same district you've got to keep in mind that sends Nancy Pelosi to the House of Representatives to carry out all these lunatic plans uh, on a national scale. San Francisco also passed an ordinance that they're going to phase out all natural gas and new buildings in San Francisco. They're going to require all of these buildings to be all electric. Now natural gas has been the uh, the responsible for the biggest reduction in carbon emissions than any other form of energy. There's no telling where this electricity is going to come from because it's going to come from a grid. A lot of it will actually be generated by natural gas, but some will be generated by coal, and some will be generated by hydro, and some will be generated by nuclear. Phasing out natural gas makes absolutely no sense, especially when you realize that San Francisco is actually suing Pacific Gas and Electric, trying to basically put them out of business because uh, they're blaming them for the uh, for the wildfires that started out there in these last few years. The wildfires are actually because they have the environmentalists out there have outlawed forest management. And when these wildfires start out there, which they always will, the fires are much uh, more intense and uh, larger. (laughs) Lunacy that goes on out there, and Nancy Pelosi is bringing it right into the heart of our uh, national government. Well, the Justice Department now has ended the investigation of Tony Podesta, brother of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, and they are not going to charge him. Now, Tony Podesta was in business with Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort is sitting in jail right now for doing the same exact thing that Tony Podesta is now being allowed to skate on. And when when uh, Tony Podesta was put under investigation the the clinton um cabal other up at the southern district of new york somehow reached down into washington dc and transferred his case tony Podesta's case out of the dc district into the southern district of new york so they could take charge of it and now right as this uh this whistleblower impeachment Fever has hit. They announce very quietly that Tony Podesta is not going to be charged, despite the fact that he did exactly the same thing that Paul Manafort did. Vin Weber is also going to be allowed to skate. Vin Weber and Tony Podesta were partners with Paul Manafort in lobbying for the Ukraine. They they all failed to file these uh, foreign agent registration act file under that act. And the truth of the matter is, if you wanted to prosecute people for failing to file under that FARA, you could walk down K street in Washington, DC passing out indictments like candy. There's so much news that, that uh, has been displaced by the impeachment fever that has gripped Washington Joe Biden's polls are falling like a crater. They're falling off the cliff. He's lost his lead in Iowa, California, New Hampshire. He's still holding on to the small lead in South Carolina, but that's, that'll be uh, done pretty soon as well. We'll get to mo- uh, all of these news stories in tomorrow's show. I hope you'll join us ag- again for another edition of Right Now on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. We'll talk to you then.
1: If you have thyroid eye disease and you go through artificial tears in the blink of an eye, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com.